0: This year's donations might go to
1: say the geology department oh dear not the dirt people geology is the study of pressure and ah. time that's all it takes really
0: what kind of activity has turned the lid massive look i'm just a geologist i like rocks i love rocks
1: hello everyone welcome to the geology Flannelcast. my name is steve hey
0: everybody this is chris happy days i'm jesse I don't, yeah. I'm don't i sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I like the
2: happy days. Happy yeah. days. Yeah.
0: Thinking about Monday,
1: um, Tuesday, happy days. Well, I, was,
0: I was thinking we're having beautiful fall like weather here in Philly. And I know it's only a lie because it's going to be in the 90s next week. Yeah. <laughs> but r- right now it was it was 80 degrees and sunny today. It was perfect.
1: Nice. Yeah. I'm coming coming to you live from uh, Pittsburgh this week.
0: Steel City.
1: Yeah, it's nice.
0: My
1: hotel is out looking where the three rivers meet. Yeah.
2: Oh, you yeah. are right in the thick of it.
1: Yeah, man. It's pretty nice.
2: You know, so every podcast has to mention coal at least once, or generally speaking. Last there were was, coal
1: barges on the river. Yes. yes
2: yeah. I was gonna say, last time I was in Pittsburgh, I think I was with you two, Knuckleheads, <laughs> and uh, we were walking across the, what was it the Monongah? Uh, what's it, the river? Monongahela River. We're going to walking across the bridge there, and I just I remember seeing all the coal barges, but yeah. they still got them, huh? Yep. Still, still got them. Still got them. <laughs> still still, still kind of mesmerizing
1: summer. those tugboats. They just come and they like push four barges like way out in front of them. I'm like, how do yeah, you do it's, that?
0: It's just like brute strength. Yeah. you're going to put two big engines on this boat and just push things around.
2: I think yeah. we should, uh, that should be like the fourth part of our. You know, adding on to our coal trilogy is you know coal transport. Coal train, yeah. How does uh, it get from point A to point B? And the, I think the answer is either trains or boats. It could be a very short podcast.
0: Canals, yeah. Uh, planes, trains, do-
2: and automobiles.
0: I'd, I don't I could talk about tugboats for like an hour. Yeah, you know a lot <laughs> of tugboats. I don't. No, he
1: just wants to talk
2: about them for an hour.
0: I do. Yeah. <laughs> Like like most topics
2: uh, <laughs> the career that Jesse always wished he went into was tugboat captain. Oh, <laughs> Chris,
1: like you power. hang out with you hang out with us every week and we talk about some nonsense for about an hour every week
2: so. <laughs> Just I, the power that, to know how to navigate those waters, take over giant ships and be like I'm the captain now. yeah well, the, like
0: no the thing with the tugs too, especially like the tugs or the pilot boats like have you ever seen those pilot captains? That get on like so you know when like the big container ships or the huge uh transport ships come into a harbor a pilot gets on board to to take over and
2: drive the ship
1: right yeah, because the, like the the, sh- the sandbars and stuff yeah they know we're so, and they're so not frequently
2: linked. yeah they're not linked with the tugboats tugboats are completely different yeah they are
0: yeah but, uh, okay yeah yeah but uh, have you ever seen the the pilot captains like Get on some of those really large container ships. It's crazy sometimes.
1: Yeah. They have to walk up like 20 flights of stairs.
0: Yeah. Just climbing on this huge container ship from the side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I
2: saw a YouTube video. I didn't watch the YouTube video. I saw it, came, it actually came up in my like, suggested videos. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. Uh, sure. There's a reason that those giant, like the bigger the ship is, the faster it moves. But uh, I didn't watch it. So I don't know why.
1: That's great Just insight, leaving, Chris.
2: Leaving <laughs> everybody hanging. Yeah, on the edge of my
0: seat right now.
1: So we we are talking about something involving water this week. What are we talking we are.
0: about?
2: Yeah. Oh, there's so much water on Earth. It's kind of you know, every topic ultimately is related to water. Sure. but our um,
0: water world. T- tonight we're doing water world with Kevin Costner.
2: Yes. No,
0: I wish. But let's Dennis put Hopper, God rest his soul. Yeah. <laughs> it on the list.
2: Um, we are going to be talking about a famous lake today. We, we talked about, what was the last time we talked about lakes? But uh, a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Maybe like the, the top 10 biggest lakes in the world? Yeah. I, yeah. I do. I'm just going to, I'm going
0: to jump the gun a bit here with my favorite fun fact about this. I'm, we're not even going to say what lake it is yet. Okay. But this lake has more water in it. Than all of the lakes in England and Wales combined. Wow! Yeah, wow. it's a big. Em. It's, it's yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, I didn't check the veracity of that statement.
1: No, but, but I, I, ca- I, I can it see because it, it's it's awfully deep.
0: It is
2: awfully. I read it on the internet.
1: It has to be right. That's what Abraham Lincoln told me.
2: <laughs> we <laughs> briefly. Maybe briefly mention this lake on a previous podcast. We we did. We we, did. we talked about we did. it a little bit. I uh, wasn't sure if it was like the Patreon extra stuff or I, if I was... couldn't
1: I couldn't remember either. And yeah. Um but since my so, Google Drive is full and I can't check my list and it's killing me.
2: <laughs> we're talking about Loch Ness today. What
1: Nessie. So- Oh, wait, yes. we're not talking about the monster. We're talking about the well, lake. We're
2: going to talk about the I'm monster. I'm going to talk about the monster. Don't, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. 80% of the podcast will be about the monster. Oh, is, all
1: my uh, research was monster related. Sorry.
0: It's my favorite <laughs> one, lock. And two, it's my favorite lake in Scotland.
2: Are This is a stupid question. I don't know all, of
1: another lake in Scotland, though.
2: So. <laughs> are all lakes in Me Scotland neither. called locks? Uh, is that just I'm, like. No,
0: like no. A, a lock is like, like I think it has to be the the narrow, long. You know how how lock now is this
2: almost like a, a a for it to be a lock? It has to be a glacial lake.
0: I don't know if it's glacial, but it, it's narrow. Sometimes you know you could have, um like, locks can be connected to the sea. I think I think the narrowness of it, like. Steeply sided. Um, I think that that's right. the main thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, so according to Merriam-Webster, it's always a good. Uh, yeah, I believe good, it. Can't, can't go wrong. Citing, you know, Merriam-Webster. Uh, if you look up lock, Loch, LCH, uh, first definition is a lake Scottish for a lake. And then second definition, this is a Scott from Scotland as well. A bay or arm of the sea, especially nearly landlocked.
0: Well, well, well. I'm seeing... I saw an arm of, yeah, an arm of the sea, especially when narrow or partially landlocked.
2: And I see another one says an arm of the sea similar to a fjord.
0: Yeah, that's, I think, I think <laughs> it's the have. narrowness. I mean, mm-hmm. when you think of the locks as we'll talk about them, and that's going to be because of the geology. Dun, dun, dun. Um, why they have the distinct shape
2: they do. Uh-huh. Right? Mhm. Mhm.
0: Mhm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish we did that for. <laughs> okay.
1: And and the the nest part it's it's named after the river nest that flows into it. Yeah. Um which is derived from a Celtic word meaning roaring one.
0: That's, That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, there uh, there's I think there's some mythology too about where other places nest comes from, but um, I, I like roaring one. I think that's the the main main thought. But the one the one etymology <clears throat> I saw was something like what, what was it? There was like a lady who. She r- ran to oh save her save
1: her, save her baby from the fire. Yeah,
0: yeah, and let the let the water on from a well. Forgot to turn the well off, and it filled up the valley. <clears throat>
1: yeah, forming a lock. Out.
0: Yeah, there's a lock there now, but that yeah. in the dialect it was in there now was nissan nessie. Nah, I don't.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't think it works.
1: Try saying it in a thick Scottish brogue, and then I, maybe maybe it'll sound thing. better.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. I didn't want to. I didn't want to insult all our Scottish listeners by trying to do that.
1: No, but shout out to our Scottish listeners.
0: Yeah, it's my my second favorite country in uh, <laughs> Great Britain.
1: Uh, well, now this, I'm intrigued. This is. This is really, this is as you, as you just, it <laughs> was kind of a backhanded compliment to all our Scottish listeners. Who's the number one?
0: It's, uh, it's Wales.
1: There you go. Yeah. Watching, watching some Wrexham. Are you?
0: Yeah. I uh, It's where, it's where my, most of my family hails from. So
1: hails from Wales,
0: hails from Wales. That's what we say. Every gathering. Every that's, our, g- that's our toast.
2: A good toast solid toast
0: yeah anyway let's get um, it into- you will the problem here's the here's the problem
2: tell me the problem
0: our our our, our format of our outline is off
1: <sighs> so off yeah Our sponsor, The Formatting Formula, would be very upset with us because we we definitely went off script there. But we'd like to take this moment to thank our sponsor, The Formatting Formula, FormattingFormula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash Formatting Formula for all of your Word document formatting needs. Anything from just, you know, help with a big, long document all the way up to customizing your toolbars and uh, customizing... Uh, templates and forms for regulatory stuff. A- a- anything your h- little heart desires when it comes to Word. Check out formula dot com and make sure you say the geology flannel guest sent you. Nice segue,
2: Jesse. That was nice. very good. Look, like I got it done early today. You know, nice. Yeah. You know, new, new well, we
0: didn't we didn't give him a shout out last week because <clears throat> there's just no no way to segue. Well, we could have talked about the script.
1: Ah, that. we could have, yeah. Or, or maybe when they were looking at their old computer screens or something, but
0: <laughs> the formatting formula does cover all versions of Word.
2: All right, so <laughs> m- moving on, I this is a great segue to uh, so once again, this is the second call reference to the podcast today. Uh, before you get call, you get Pete, right? Like Pete is like pre call, maybe you know, I like guess, could you <laughs> pre call. <laughs> yeah it, it's it still has uh it still on, has
0: volatiles mo- in it.
1: yeah volatiles moisture content it hasn't it hasn't been squished dry yet
0: no it's
2: yeah
0: yeah and what is it 30 percent carbon
2: ish it's on its way it's on its way there um well,
0: that's what i that's so- what I, I cheer it on you're I on am- your way you can do it <laughs>
2: you'll get there. It's in the minor leagues, you know. It just like, you know, needs to hang out on the on the farm team for a little bit, get those uh, you know, keep on working on those fundamentals and, you know, one day you'll make I, it to the major leagues. I'm actually
0: I'm shoveling just plant matter on it like slowly burying it being like I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> now Pete Pete will
1: ignite, yeah. right? Under the right conditions. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. because they, that's I mean scotch whiskey they 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 burn peat to get the the smoky sort of peaty flavor. They um, I don't know how you make whiskey. I'm gonna insult all of our Scottish whiskey, whiskey drinkers. What what a they they smoke the 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 barley,
1: some kind of grain.
0: Some grain. I don't know. I should how to have make just whiskey. said grain. I should yeah. have tried to. But anyway, but yeah, and and in places. Yeah, they burn peat for for heat, for warmth in their their Rayburn, in their their stoves. So anyway, it will ignite is the the point of the story here.
2: So peat is actually important for Loch Ness because it's the abundance of peat in the area that gives this lock such low visibility and makes the water so murky makes Ooh. it so mysterious makes it so mysterious so everybody knows loch ness for nessie right the uh the loch ness monster the loch ness monster um should we start off talking about the loch ness monster i feel like that's what the listeners would want to really hear i i like, I, I, I do have a question and how it's linked to geology but why is it a monster because they don't know what it is the right the real the
0: real monster is us that, i think it's just, <laughs> it's just the, <laughs> But it, it's—it just uh, wants to be left alone.
1: But the Loch Ness monster never really attacked anyone, correct?
0: Oh uh, well, no, that's not true. So the very first sort of recorded um, history or, or recording of the Loch Ness monster is Saint Columba, who's like the patron saint of Scotland. Who it was recorded. There was local, so he was in Scotland at the time. It was the the Picks, Pickland, as it was known colloquially by me. Um, And he was in a village, and the the villagers or people told him that a, a sea serpent in the river nest, now not the lock, but in the river, had attacked one of the villagers who was swimming. Killed him. So yeah. Saint Columba went out.
1: Oh out yeah, there. it does say mauled him and dragged him underwater, despite and the despite the attempts to rescue him by boat.
0: I do like how Saint Columba like told one of his followers, "Hey, go swim out there and see what this is all about, not him <laughs> himself." Yeah. And then when the monster appeared, Saint Columba was like, "You shall not pass." Essentially, yeah. And the 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 monster turned away. So. I, but that's, I think, the, the only r- recorded episode of
1: someone actually dying. Yeah. Right. That's why I, 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 I didn't think I forgot about the like St. Columba, think...
0: but uh, all the rest just, of them
1: are just kind of pictures.
0: Nessie just wants to be left alone. Yeah, honestly. I
2: guess.
0: Again, it's
2: just it's us. But that Columba was alive in from five twenty one to five ninety seven yeah so
1: this event took place in five sixty five now i don't, I'm not sure if that's the Gregorian but, calendar yeah or...
0: well yeah and it was it was written um and this account was written about a hundred years later but yeah. still
2: heck of a story you know heck heck of a story is right Went out there told that serpent, you know, put that serpent in its place. Now we we
0: should say that a lot of these, you know, his, his historical or, or I don't know the the word for I'm looking for, like the 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 way you tell these stories, especially the saints' lives and whatnot. The idea of sea serpents or river monsters was a common theme or trope. But I'm not. I don't want to take anything away from Saint Columba or the mm-hmm. Loch Ness monster. Just saying, it, it was a thing that you find in other stories of the. If you read like the, the saints'
2: lives or whatnot. Hmm. Anyhow, yeah. So it. now the. Do uh, you want to talk about Nessie? And uh, was it when the that picture, the famous picture that was first taken of the, Nessie, the surgeon's
0: photo.
1: Yeah. So it's funny. Like you had Saint Columba in five sixty five. Then nothing for like thirteen hundred years. <laughs>
2: Didn't have cameras. Didn't have no, cameras, but then
1: it was right? a couple of accounts here and there. And then like nineteen thirty three to nineteen thirty four, it was like yeah, yeah. A plethora I, of, yeah. of of sightings. And like I get, I guess it just became like
0: kitchen. So
2: I or, or actually, was Loch Nessie was Nessie well, there's, a, there? there's a there's a hypothesis behind this why the, why in yeah. the twenties and thirties is sort of acting up but it was
1: the surgeon's photograph in 1934 is that famous picture
2: okay okay
0: yeah what's your hypothesis because i also have i've heard a a hypothesis
1: i'm going with the encino man hypothesis and this is a dinosaur that was frozen and then
0: well no 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 no. but why did why did the 30s why was the big are you he was frozen yeah i think columba froze him
1: I, I'm just making all this up. So, no, I, I'm yeah, going to no, I'm I'm stop with that.
2: The hypothesis is thank you very much, Steve, for ruining the podcast. <laughs> <I feel> like, <laughs> I feel
0: like Chris is about to hang up on us. He's finally had enough. <laughs> this, is, this is the week. This is the See my left
2: eye is twitching a
0: little bit here. 148. We finally get him. <laughs>
2: Uh the hypothesis for all this uh all this silliness with the lo- with Loch Ness and 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 uh the monster has to be tied back to geology. Otherwise you wouldn't be talking about it on the premier geology podcast. It's called the Great Glen Fault, ladies and gentlemen, all right? And uh the Great Glen Fault runs right through where Loch Ness and, and so there's a bit of history with this. Um so, uh, the Great Glen Fault uh, owes its origins to the Caledonian orogeny, which occurred between uh, 430 and 390 million years ago. And it cuts diagonally across like uh, the Scottish Highlands. And
0: so, wasn't the Caledonian orogeny is contemporaneous with Avalonia, right? <clears throat> it's, um, it's the same... Same time period or same where where you're starting to get like Baltica and Laurentia uh, running into each other.
2: Uh, let's see the, the Acadian orogenies 375 million years ago. I got Would I you? got St. Columbo here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got too many tabs open. Uh, 375 for the Acadian orogeny. 3 430 to 390. Yeah, so it is. It's about the same time period as, as Caledonian. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all that's going on, lots of stuff. It's kind of busy. And so, this uh, it's a fault that originated from the uh, like I said, Caledonian orogeny and it cuts diagonally across the Scottish Highlands from Fort William to uh, Iverness, Inverness, sorry. Inverness, yeah. Inverness, excuse me. Um, so what happens is over time, these faults can kind of uh, kind of reactivate. And so it's thought that one of the reasons that, oh, it's a hypothesis, right? That one of the reasons that in the 1930s, all these Nessie spottings and whatnot were starting to uh, pop up is that it was just the the fault kind of was getting this like flurry of activity, it was kind of reactivating a little bit or maybe uh relaxing a little bit i guess you could say at that part at that point so and, that's like bubbles coming up from the lake cuz the lake sits right on oh. the fault
0: oh you're yeah so you you're saying that all of this unusual activity made people think not yes. that the last major phase of movement was during the mesozoic it was during you know the the breakup sort of a Pangea and the opening of the Atlantic um, and not that the lake, the lock got cut off from, from the Atlantic ocean and trapped a couple plesiosaurs.
2: Ah, see, that that's where I live there
0: going to on. this day.
2: <laughs> it's the plesiosaurs. Those, those tricky, tricky plesiosaurs.
0: So I, I mean, a thing about the thirties too. And I, I actually, I was just listening to something about this and it was, it was uh, along the same lines where, you know, they, the, you, you think about the thirties, especially the early thirties, you, you have this uptick in, you know, there, there is the, the, a lot of early paleontology is done at the, you know, the end of the 19th century and early into the early 20th century. Um, but the, the early ni- 1930s, you kind of hit this lull, right? Where, <clears throat> you, you know, it's the great depression and there's not much great exploration going on. Like the, the age of exploration, the great explorers has, has sort of passed in the, in the early 1900s. <clears throat> and so there, there's this thought that, you know, th- People are sort of like, has everything been explored? But then you have the discovery of, or, or not the discovery, the, the, the rediscovery of the coelacamp in the early 1930s. No, wait, is, what, what, what's this? The, the coelacamp is, is this fish Oh, that was thought to be extinct in the Mesozoic. Okay. And it was rediscovered... Um, I want to say off the coast of Portugal some I think I've uh, seen pictures of this fish. I, I think you're
1: yeah. right. I think it was Portugal. It was, it was, yeah, it was or like, Spain or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was um, um this fish that thought that was thought to be extinct for you know 60 70 million years um and these fishermen caught it and it turns out no it was it was
2: there the the, the, the whole time and um that's crazy imagine pulling out that fish and just being like what the hell is this, is there, this
0: monster <laughs> um and and so like it 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 got people thinking like well if we could find this that we thought was extinct what else is what else out there that? yeah yeah um yeah I'm trying to think of when the, the coelacanth, yeah, it was it, it, I guess it went extinct at sixty-six million years ago. 1938. It was South or, Africa, it wasn't Portugal. Did it dun, dun, dun it is a crazy looking fish if you've ever seen it. So um, well yeah, imagine it's huge too. Holy moly. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. How so, long is it? It is massive. This this one I'm looking at. It lived from the Devonian.
1: D- Devonian.
0: It went extinct, they thought it went extinct in the Cretaceous. Wow. Um, and they live really deep, um, up to two thousand feet deep. Two wow. two meters long, two hundred and fifty pounds. Wow.
2: Big fish. It's
1: like Big bigger fish. than me.
0: Yeah, and they can live over a hundred years. Wow! Oh, the, they found one that was. Oh, sorry. No, the Greenland shark can live four hundred years.
2: Wow. Is that the Goblin shark?
0: <sighs> I do not know, but I like that name. Yeah, right. The Greenland oh, yeah. shark. Look up the Goblin shark. Anyways, let's get so. To- so, Chris, <laughs> this is
1: this is a a big fault. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I guess because it was a fault, you know, it had a preferential weakness. So then the, the Ness river carved its way through. And then I, well, and then one, you have glaciations that are, I want also, to talk
2: real fast, but we, you know, we'll talk about the glaciers and stuff like that. That's all fun. But I, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The, the really, really uh, one of the cool take home points that I was, uh that I was, I found while I was researching this topic is that the great Glen fault, was one of the first described strike slip faults before plate tectonics was even like known about and accepted. They're like, Ooh. these two plates are going the opposite directions. They're basically describing like to a T, a strike slip fault. That's what it is. Before they knew what a strike slip fault was. So you could say that this great hey. fault is the first described strike slip fault. It's a, it's a
0: left lateral, sinistral evil sinister evil. Evil fault. yeah
2: sinister well, it makes sense but but things, that's, monster would be in sinister. a sinister fault geology fault.
1: 101 is you know you have to describe it before you interpret it so description before interpretation so these people just I, described it <clears> I, then, I make
0: that i make that point so often that like observation is key yes you just gotta look Op- and
1: just, yeah observation before interpretation uh, i i had a professor who i'd be like i'd be like oh well you know it's a it's a fault and like no you're not describing it you're you're interpreting what it is make mm. make your observations like do you see slicking slides do you see offsetting do you see you know all x What's y and the z data yeah yeah
2: yeah, that's important. Always just kind of spit out this data because you don't want to have an, uh, you don't want to have a biased interpretation. Yep,
1: exactly. So that's really cool, though, that that was one of the
2: first strikes yeah, yeah, ever. Like, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> Who just, do you know, described it?
2: I, uh, get gentlemen. Is this, uh, I think the person's name is Kennedy. Uh, yes. Uh, sh- In 1946, Kennedy WQ, I don't know what his first name is, Oh, but he described it in uh, the Quarterly Journal of the Geologic Society of London. Hmm. That's a good one. It's a good one. So 1946, well before plate tectonics. That was before Harry Hess was doing his thing. And uh, 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 um, was it Margaret Thorpe? What's her first name? Thorpe. Yeah, it was her it was, Martha, uh, Marie. It was Marie 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 that's right Marie Thor. Um, before they were doing any, any of that, you know, that precursor to plate tectonic stuff. So that's that's pretty cool that they're able to, you know, um, you know, describe that. They don't. The, so the this the Great Glen Fault became active. It, it was activated in the Devonian period with this fish that Jesse's talking about too. I think they're <laughs> the fault and the fish were buddies or something like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Devonian buddies. But they don't know how far this fault moved, and that's the other cool thing. It's just there's there's no telling of what what the offset was. It's just, there's a lot of controversy.
0: I you can re I mean, it's if you look at a like a satellite image of you can see it from space. It's pretty obvious. It, it's it's insane the lineation of all of the because yeah. because both north and south of lock you know north of Loch Ness is. Is the Moray Firth and and south? You go south and you have Lock. Wait, wait, I'm gonna wait. South of that is Lock Locky, which <laughs> L- o- that's come that's right. on, pretty good name.
1: That was my nickname in high school.
0: Yeah, here's old Lock Locky, but you can see this. Like, it just cuts right across. It cuts right through Scotland. Like, it's a straight line. You yeah. put a ruler up and you, you draw a straight line.
2: Usually in nature, you don't see, like, these perfectly, like, straight lines. And, it's and insane. Like, but faults are the one, like, the one exception where it's just like, yeah, you can get some, like, perfectly straight lines with faults. Um. Oh, so the guy's name was William Kennedy. By the way, that, that's what the W stands for. Yeah. Billy wow. K to his um, I, friends. I wonder what the Q stands. Middle name Q. Let's say Quincy. Um, Quint. I don't know. Quinton. Yep. Uh, yeah. So anyways, the so Loch Ness is right on this this fault. And that's one of the reasons that this it's a lock and it's so linear. Um, But then as Steve was, I, I rudely interrupted Steve several minutes ago and i apologize but uh the other often. thing that um that occurred especially during let's talk about like pleistocene geology is glaciers carved the crap out of this area and uh specifically where lochness is uh you see like beautiful u-shaped valleys like just screaming screaming you know uh glacially derived lots of lots of glacial evidence um in in that area and that's um and and we talked do we talk about the depth of how deep uh loch ness is we didn't
1: get into the stats yet no
2: no and uh, i mean
0: yeah you you have weakness there because it's a fault and so it creates this this point of erosional weakness plus the glaciers coming down and and sort of carving it out but yeah tell us how deep it is how deep is it
2: like a, setup it has of a, a, a max of depth people. of 124 fathoms. Yeah, oh, of course. We'll just leave it at that. Moving. How on. many African <laughs> elephants is that? Yeah. How many leagues? Is it twenty thousand leagues? Uh, it's 744.6 <laughs> feet deep, or 200. And, let's just say 227 meters deep.
1: Yeah, it, it's pretty deep.
2: It, yeah, it's that's, that's deep. really deep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's maximum length is 22 and a half miles long, which is pretty long. 22 yeah.
2: and a half miles long by 1.7 miles wide.
1: Yeah. That's like from Philly to Wilmington. For that
2: We all know. <laughs> I would have gone to the north. I was at Philly to Trenton, but you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. So,
0: uh, Trenton is is also spooky and mysterious and full of (laughs) sea serpents (laughs) point. (laughs) Um,
1: but the, the water volume 1.8 cubic miles of water. That's a lot of water.
0: Yeah. It is. And partly because it is so deep. It is. It's crazy.
2: It's, uh, it's the second deepest lock in Scotland. The deepest lock in Scotland is Loch Morar.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't, let's see how deep that one is.
0: How many monsters that lock got?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. She's Loch Morar goes down um, 310 meters. The Morar Marauder, they call it. Ooh. So
1: that's, I just made uh, that up.
2: 310. <laughs> that's almost 100 meters deeper than, than Loch Ness. That's, that's pretty deep. But it's not as long right uh going back and forth because locks here because lockness is the like largest miles yeah Ness is the largest, miles. Yeah, 11, 11, Ness is miles. The largest
0: by my uh, by volume
2: by, by volume okay okay um yeah Loch Morar is right there It looks like it's right on the coast um yeah it's amazing these uh these locks how similar they are to to fjords I don't think they have the topography or the I guess like if you had a if you had to differentiate between a lock and a fjord it doesn't look like they have like the sheer cliffs on either side of these locks when like like with especially like with the when you see like the fjords in like Norway that yeah would be I,
1: nice. I, I agree it might be a subtle difference but
2: But there are no technical
0: defined difference.
2: Yeah, because in the the one definition, they were compared to fjords. But in the the pictures I'm seeing of these locks, I'm not seeing just those like those sheer cliffs. Like Uh, it is steep, but it's
1: it's not as steep as your typical fjord. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A a fjord is is a flooded glacial valley. Where this, I feel, is a little more gentle.
1: And not not only that, I like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess this is a glacial valley, though.
0: Yeah, Fjord is distinctly glacial, like it's carved by the glacier. This, this uh, was
1: here before the glaciers, yeah. just accentuated by the glaciers.
0: Yeah, the, the glacier. Yeah, the the glacier. You know, it's just like all right. I you know poked around there, but it was already there. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, yeah. like what did what did yeah. the Loch Ness monster do during the Pleistocene?
1: And like I said, my Encino man theory holds up.
2: It was frozen.
0: Yeah. Frozen. It's,
2: I like this. Um, there is the I was reading this uh, this article about the Loch Ness monster, but you know these sightings being related to just a little bit of uh, fault activity along the Great Glen Fault in the 1930s. It looked like it, you know, kind of. It was getting getting a little uh, getting a little antsy in the 1930s and some weird stuff was happening. But this article, uh, it's from NBC News. It says the Loch Ness Monster Legend, it's geology's fault. You get it? <laughs> 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 <That's the roller. laughs> I had a that's, nickel for every time I That's pretty heard that. good. That's pretty good. Kudos, NBC News.
1: Uh yeah, if I said that, you'd roll your eyes, Chris. But NBC News says
2: it. You think it's clever. Well, you would never would have said that, all right. Number one. <laughs> let's, let's, you're, you're not that clever, Steve. Let's not kill ourselves here. <laughs> uh so the fault, actually going back to this fault, uh the Great Glen faults, produced some minor earthquakes over the past few centuries around magnitude three or four. They've had earthquakes there in 1816, 1888, 1890, and 1901. But um, but uh, you know, the Loch Ness monster um that kind of jumped up into fame international fame say in the 1930s um and uh but decades later it was revealed that that image of the Loch Ness monster was a hoax so has anyone ever come up with any other images of the Loch Ness monster besides that just that one uh there there have been a few been- um no real evidence of
1: Nessie has ever surfaced. That Loch Ness Muppet was photographed in seventy seven. Yeah, um, I mean... there was a Holmes video in two thousand seven. Um, Google Earth actually did a whole like suite of photographs um, where they did like extensive street view photos, so you could you mm-hmm. could look at street view uh, above and below the water in yeah. twenty fifteen. <clears throat>
0: I mean, just to, to get back real quick, in, in 1934, um, Arthur Grant, who was like riding around on his motorcycle. So Loch Ness, until sort of recently, you know, the last 40, 50 years, was pretty remote to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have any major roadways. But he was riding on like the local road on his motorcycle and claimed to see the, the monster and sketched out the classic sort of, if you picture Loch, uh, the Loch Ness monster, like you're probably picturing sort of like a plesiosaur, right? Mm-hmm. Like a long neck with flippers and a long tail or whatnot. Four, instead of leg, four legs, flippers. He sketched that out. <clears throat> And um, I want to say it was someone like someone from the the natural history museum, or, or like um, some some reputable source, said, "Well, it sounds like you're describing a plesiosaur," so like sort of led lend lend itself to having some. Some backing, even though the person was like, "No, I'm, I'm not saying it was a please so I'm just saying, sounds like you're describing one."
2: Yeah, yeah, people sort of ran with it. it, and that's yeah. where
0: the the surgeon's photograph, which has has shown to sort of, it was a hoax, right?
2: That's what they said, and then, but here we go, the plot thickens. So in Dun. 2012, Dun. a boatman by the name of George Edwards, never trust anyone with two first names. Claim that he saw the photographed monster. Uh, oh, he saw and photographed the monster. Excuse me. But skeptics, however, dismissed the photo as that of a floating log or large fish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, and, and they're saying like it had seal like qualities, the way it was moving through the water and things like that. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, there was a study. I mean, there, there's been lots of lots of studies, lots of investigations, like you know, over the, over the decades, sonar studies, and um, a, a bunch of different other researchers doing all, all kinds of studies. But the, the latest one that I at least the latest one that I found was in 2018, a team um, <clears throat> out of Copenhagen did a DNA study. Well of the lake.
0: Yeah, this is pretty crazy.
1: And uh they found no DNA of large fish such as sh- shark, sturgeon, catfish, no otter or seal DNA.
0: Nothing unusual, nothing like unidentifiable either, right?
1: Right. And but they did say they found a crap ton of eel DNA. Um so they they can say for certain there was not a giant scaly reptile swimming around in Loch Ness,
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: um, but they lots of eel. So maybe it was well, eel. People, so I don't know.
2: But of I will say of all the, uh, I don't know what would you call this? Like they don't want to say like paranormal activity. Like, like all these like weird uh, sightings. Cryptozoology zoology type things you know yeah <laughs> aliens man I, I would say that the Loch Ness monster for me personally falls pretty low on that list it's not exactly one of my top top picks like i think there's something behind this i, I think it's just uh i think it's a hoax that has gotten too much unnecessary momentum if just with, what the hell do i know but that's just, from reading about this. That's that's kind of my feeling. I I I'm sorry to burst your bubble. I don't think that there's any uh, any monster in the uh,
1: in no. The and water. and like even even the the St. Columbo thing um, was preceded by, by up, Columba. Sorry,
0: Clum, she's, not Columbo. The
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: I just have one more question for you, <laughs> Nessie. <laughs>
2: I think he's just chasing that uh, Columbo was just chasing out eels that maybe that's uh, settled, you know, but uh, eels kind of like large sea serpents. There was an Italian geologist, Luigi Picardi proposed that um,
1: the it's explained by geology again, that the fault released gas, the gas bubbles bubbled up
2: and. You know, yes, all from the and, and all that know. stuff, all the sightings coincide in the 1930s when the fault was uh acting up a little bit. Right. Because it was preceded in, in
1: Columba's time by a loud roaring, which could huh. be a bunch of gas bubbles being released. And and honestly, An if you're if you're in in a lake and a bunch of gas bubbles are released, the 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 density of the water changes and your ship can sink. So it could be, you know, something hold him under the water could it actually just been a bunch of bubbles and you know whatever whatever boat he was on sank or whatever
2: yeah so I would say uh, Loch Ness Monster uh debunked hmm. I, ah, how dare I, you? I, I still I like to have see, a little I hope. just don't see this happening I, I'm sorry
0: so I, I I think if you especially if you talk to a lot of folks in and around the lock too they'll be like uh just a big just fish just sturgeon just fish <laughs> <Yeah>. um <clears throat> it's an eel. i don't know it's, probably, it's, probably it's an eel. very you murky water it's deep and yeah. murky you don't you know what's thank, down there you can thank monsters. the people for that
2: monsters so the 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 geology has controlled the complete uh lochness monster um what is what would you say like it's not a. I want to say like conspiracy theory it's not a conspiracy theory what, what would you say like myth myth yeah, yeah. The myth. Yeah. okay that's yeah Fol- yeah folklore the, the folklore the myth it's all actually relates to geology so you have this deep this deep body of deep narrow body of water thank you uh great Fault. thank you glaciers for carving this stuff out um it's murky uh thank you lots of uh Lots of vegetation long time ago creating the peat that is in the uh that gets somehow finds its way into the into the lock there, making everything murky. You can't see anything. So you got this deep uh cloudy water. Yeah. And there's lots of eels in there. So
1: I <laughs> no, but I do I do love that the fact that like you know, we everybody's heard of Loch Ness, but I love it that it's uh, geology related.
2: Yeah. I didn't realize until we started reviewing for this topic how geology related the Loch Ness Monster was. Not only is
0: it geology related, geology to blame. Geologists to blame. <laughs>
2: wait, wait, wait. Why would geologists be to blame for this? Geologists explained it. No,
0: well, it's, it's, it's our fault that it gets people all worked up. They see some bubbles. It's our- it's not our fault.
2: It's, it's the Glenn fault. fault. It's the Glenn <laughs> fault. Yeah. I We didn't put that fault there. That's we
0: should make shirts like that and sell them out there go out to Scotland. It's Glenn's fault. It's Glenn's fault. <laughs> it's Glenn's fault. That's <laughs> <laughs> a, a niche t-shirt that will make us tens of dollars. Yeah, we'll
1: sell it to our eight Patreons.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tens of dollars.
1: Tens of dollars.
0: Might be on well, here.
1: yeah. So, interesting, very, very long, very deep, very murky lake with uh, one pretty famous picture
2: and apparently lots of eels. Yeah, <laughs> very, um, very cool. Um, there you have it. I think that that uh, pretty much wraps it up there for the uh, for Loch Ness. Throw out some stats there, of course. You got to talk about Nessie if you're talking about Loch Ness. Well, why wouldn't we? so um all right so that uh that's it for Loch Ness hope you enjoyed that um so if you uh moving on to some business if you like the geology flannel cast and uh you want to support us and help out the podcast a little bit we have a patreon uh patreon.com slash uh geology flannel cast uh several different tiers of uh membership there you can come hang out we got an awesome crew hangs out uh before the podcast and after the podcast, uh, you get some access to exclusive uh, Patreon videos. After we get done, we're going to move over to the Patreon in a couple of minutes now. So, uh, yeah, yeah, go check that out. Uh, awesome or autumn, have, uh,
1: or uh, tell your friend it's fall. I don't know
0: when uh, fall is. It's a weird day this year, right?
2: Twenty third, September twenty third. Is it the twenty third? Yes. Huh? <laughs> ah. Huh? Who knew?
0: You used to be in the twenty first. That's the thing. A-
1: anyway, the 20- uh, yeah, it's fan. It's fantastic. Fall. Tell a friend. Friday. Final
2: cast. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, super uh, <Dooper> duper. <laughs> go to. Uh, uh, you can also go to geologyflatlockass.com, check out some of the merch we got on there, some coffee mugs. Uh, Christmas is coming up sooner than you oh, think. And <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie, your coffee tastes Monica, 20% better. Whatever, whatever your, uh, I, your celebration is in the winter. I, I actually had a great, I had a pretty good,
0: not a great. Best of want, us. Uh, I don't want to talk it up. I had a pretty good idea for... A, a pine glass design, so I might try and make that happen before Christmas.
2: Oh, oh, you got to hurry pine... up! I don't yeah. know. I want three. That might be Done. Christmas for uh, twenty twenty three. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You, <laughs> said you, you let me know. This is the first time hearing of this design, so you let me know about this design. We'll put this in the. <laughs> box, right?
0: It's
2: yeah. just two,
1: two. It's three stick figures on a glass.
0: <laughs> Ooh, actually, you got a better design now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, all that fun stuff. Stickers, coffee mugs, uh t shirts can all be found at geologyflottalcast.com. Um, and um just if you like the podcast, just tell a friend. That's awesome too. That helps out so much if you just tell some of your friends about Sp- spread the word the Podcast, Yeah, just yeah. Tell one friend, it'll go viral. And, uh, anyways, so, uh, all that stuff. So, remember that
1: rock, paper, scissor joke we had on Facebook?
2: That got a lot of traction on Facebook. It had
1: 500,000 likes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even our cartoon. We just (laughs)
2: reposted it. Posted something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was funny years ago. Um, cool. Well, uh, got a twitter we got a geo flannel at geo flannel cast on twitter instagram geology flannel cast facebook geology flannel cast go check that stuff out too um that's it thanks guys thank you hanging out with you hope everybody appreciated this episode and maybe
0: maybe this will be our weekly uh our bi-weekly cryptids episode get ready for the yeti and uh bigfoot
2: yeah. Bigfoot and the Yeti,
0: the same thing? No, come on, man. Come
1: on, man. Now you just sound like an idiot, Chris. Come yeah,
0: on. Yeah, you're really dragging us down here. <laughs> I thought We're going to hear is it in the reviews. Snow-covered Bigfoot. Is that like... Yeah. Well, there you go. Now you got it.
1: At, at least you're All differentiating
2: right. now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Bigfoot oh. lives in the Pacific Northwest. Yeti lives in the Himalayas.
2: Yeah. All right. So to prepare for this next episode, I'm just going to watch a lot of Harry and the Hendersons.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the... The, the Christmas claymation
2: thing. Rudolph the Nose
1: Reindeer. Yeah. Mo- yeah and yeah. Monsters, Inc. too, they meet Yeti.
2: Hmm. All right. Well, Anywho. Yeah. All right, Yukon Cornelius. Thanks a lot for that. Yes. Ooh, so,
0: uh, Ooh that's pure peppermint.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. This episode's run its course. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you got a song for us, Jesse?
0: So uh, I initially... At a, at a pretty, I don't know if it would. It's a song. If 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 we have a lot of Swifties out there, Taylor Swift has a song called "The Lakes," which I think would be pretty good. But I'm going to kick it old school here and go with uh, Bobby Darin "Beyond the Sea." Oh, yeah. mm. wow! I yeah,
2: like it. Okay, it's great. I was Every thinking week...
1: there's a police song where they talk about
2: message in a bottle.
1: No Ooh, Scottish locks. Great.
0: Oh, I also briefly had yellow submarines stuck in my head when I was thinking about <laughs> the research.
1: The research, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That'd be
2: great. <laughs> Especially like if you're one of those people that goes down that that Alvin submersible, you got like 12 hours to get to the bottom of the ocean floor. Just play <laughs> that song on repeat for 12 hours and come back. Psychopath, you'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But we all lost our mind down there. Yeah, yeah. So, all right ladies and gentlemen thanks so much for hanging out this week we'll catch you guys next week we'll move it on to the patreon now uh i'll see you guys later bye bye
0: bye